He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the nauseam pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thy behold and see the reward of the wicked." Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion, and the adder, the young lion, and the dragon shall thy trample under feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. What a promise. What a promise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, everybody loves somebody tonight. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. When I look down at my phone, and once you turn it off, I get that Fox News alert, you know, so you see it whether your phone's, you know, you don't have to swipe it open to see what. And so when I, the first thing I thought of when I saw it was like, boom, was we'd been watching that uh, Bible, the Bible on the History Channel, and I thought about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and that fourth man in there. And I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. So we believe that there's a fifth man in there. This, Hallelujah. In there with them. Thank you, Jesus. And the Bible said they didn't even come out smelling like smoke. They didn't even have their hair singed. And they had heated that furnace up how many times hotter? A bunch of seven times hotter and hallelujah. Well, it burned Pharaoh's hand when he... Yeah, they didn't show that in the movie. But they did show him stick his hand in there, the leader or was it Pharaoh? I don't, and he stuck his hand in there and it burned him in the movie. They left out some major parts, but I guess it would have been three years long if they had a <laughs> hallelujah. <clears throat> so praise God. Amen. Well, thank you, Jesus. Let's, I'm going to pray and ask the Lord to give me direction tonight. Father, I come before you in the precious name of Jesus, and you know just exactly what every person in this room needs to hear tonight. And so, Father, we just open our hearts to you to give us direction and that we would, everything that's said and done would be glorifying to you and would be, give us, uh, fill us with the knowledge of your will and with hope and joy and glory and peace. And we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Do we have any testimonies tonight? Any testimonies? We see anybody want to testify about something God's done? Well, he's done some stuff. Okay, Laquina. I know he's done some stuff. Well, you know, um, 
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Finding things. Hallelujah. That's good. That's so good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Well, we're talking about victorious mindsets, and we're going to continue doing that tonight. Praise the Lord. And uh, the two victorious mindsets that we want to talk about, and it might take us a couple of weeks to do this, is uh, joy and hope. We want to talk about being full of joy and being full of hope. Hallelujah. So I want to turn over to Romans chapter 15 and verse 13. Is anybody hot? Everybody just right? Romans chapter 15 and verse 13. Thank you, Lord. I, I trust you, Lord, and I don't lean to my own understanding. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 15, 13 says, Now the God of hope, everybody circle that, hope. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. That is a good verse. It is loaded up. With good words, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that's faith, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Say, abound in hope. Abound in hope. Say, I am abounding, I am abounding in, hope. in hope. Hallelujah. The God of hope fill you with all hope. Lord, fill us tonight with, with, fill us tonight with joy and peace as we believe you. And that, and that we may abound in hope. Thank you, Father, for the power of the Holy Ghost to do this. In the NIV translation, it says that you would overflow with hope. Not just having a tiny little bit of hope. Well, I have a little hope. No, but overflowing with hope. And uh, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but uh, Francis Frangipan in one of his books said, Every area in your life where there is not glistening hope means you are living, uh, believing, excuse me, not living, but believing a lie. In other words, if you don't have glistening, that would be, to me, that means your hope is so high, it's just sparkling. And you're kind of sparkly because you're so hope-filled. Hallelujah. <coughs> glistening hope, then every, every area of your life where there is not glistening hope, means you are believing a lie. In other words, you haven't gotten hold of the truth in that area because there is no hopelessness in Jesus. There's no hopelessness in God. There's no hopelessness in the Word of God. So anywhere we're hopeless, we're believing a lie. We're not believing the Word of God. We're believing a lie to some extent or another. Hallelujah. Anywhere, did you ever... Uh, uh, have heard of, of a doctor saying there is no hope. There's no hope. No hope. That is a total lie as long as God is on the throne. Because if there is hope, there is always hope. Uh, you used to say, you know, we used to say as long as there's breath, there's hope. But then we found out people that have been dead a few days was getting raised from the dead. So, hallelujah. You know, praise God. But we know one thing for sure. As long as there is breath, there is hope. Praise God. LaQuinn, will you move over one chair by Jasmine? Do you mind? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Lord. And uh, praise God. <clears throat> so, I want the Lord, and I know you do, to show me Every lie that I'm believing, everywhere that I've not fully grasped hold of truth, hallelujah. Because that way I'll have glistening hope. And I had to take a test. This, this is part of what we've been studying in the class, car, the, the class we're taking because what it is is it's these revival cultures the things that have to be developed in our lives before we can sustain, have and sustain revival. You know, we believe that God's called us to host a move of God here in River Church, here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. 
And so that means we've got to not only believe God for revival, and then we, and you know, sometimes there's a lot of people praying for revival, but they're thinking that God's just going to send it right like they are, right where they are, right doing what they're doing. But there may be some change involved in us and how we're believing. Hallelujah. For one thing, we need to sustain revival. Not enough just to have a revival. You know, we can have revival for three days and say, oh, that was a good revival. But that's, that's not really, actually, that's just a powerful meeting. Revival is, actually, revival is defined as that which would change the whole culture of the city. You know, eventually, and so we want to sustain revival. So we have to learn to sustain revival. So then in this course we're taking, that's what we're learning is what, it, what the cultures are that would cause us to, to, to have and sustain revival. And the first culture that we studied was this culture of family and how we are to have spiritual fathers and mothers and we're also to be spiritual fathers and mothers to other people that we are a family. And this is the confession that we made. And so confess this with me. I have dynamic relationships, I have dynamic relationships with, spiritual with spiritual fathers and mothers and sons and daughters. And, sons and, daughters. and one of the things they told, taught us in this course was that there is no shortage of spiritual mothers and fathers, which you might think there is. There's only... Uh, Christians who don't know how to be sons and daughters. They do not know how to look to spiritual mothers and fathers and to draw from them and to get, glean from them. Hallelujah. Then number two, two confession. Uh, I, am I am in a family, not just an organization. Not just an organization. We're a family. Right. Hallelujah. We need to have an understanding of the body of Christ. If you know, sometimes people don't come to church, you know, and it's because, well, you know, they're, they're involved so much maybe with their, uh, their relatives. But the truth is that a blood relative is not as kin to you as your spiritual family. There's a higher order of family. I've been born into the kingdom of God. We used to sing a song in the charismatic days, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been born of His Spirit and washed in His blood. And the truth is, uh, hallelujah, and of course we're supposed to go and win our our blood our blood kin but when but if push comes to shove this is my family this is who I've got to be with right. amen this is a and so we develop that culture of family now say this i am a glory carrying son or daughter whichever you are of the king so we'll say that again i am a glory carrying daughter of the king and you said son, I trust. I hope if you're a man, you didn't say daughter there. <laughs> Although I often say son. Because to me, I, the son, I'm a son of God. Hallelujah. It's, 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 it's just both. Praise God. So, um, so then the next culture we studied was the goodness of God. That how God is good all the time. I don't believe you could ever sustain revival if you didn't really have a revelation that God is always good, without exception. Amen? So say this with me. God is good all the time. Say, the wrath and judgment of God were poured out on Christ so that His goodness could be poured out on me and manifested through me. Glory to God. I'm going to read that again to you. The wrath and judgment of God were poured out on Christ so that His goodness could be poured out on me and manifested through me. Hallelujah. Say, pour out your goodness, pour out your goodness on me, Lord. On me, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, now say this. God's goodness, God's goodness leads, to repentance. leads to repentance. Amen. So God is good all the time. And then we, the third month was the joy and hope. Actually, we're in fourth month right now, but this is, I'm still kind of hung in joy and hope because they made us take some tests and, and evaluate our hope level. And when I took my test, I wasn't as 
full of glistening hope as I had thought I was, <laughs> hallelujah. When I got real honest with myself, it's like, boy, I could improve that area and I could be in a lot higher level of hope, amen? And so that's what I've been working on is raising my hope levels and my joy level because me and you and the whole rest of the church were pretty much uh, hope and joy deprived. Hallelujah. Because you did you know, I, won't, I probably won't cover this tonight, but just to give you a little taste of the joy thing, how much do you really laugh? They say little children last 400 times a day. And most adults laugh 15. And I think I'm on the low side. You know, I think I had, I'm on the low side of laughter you know, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I think that's personality, that things just don't strike me funny. You know, some people can laugh at anything. So anyway, uh, they said that they gave us a prescription, and so we're going to do this tonight. And the prescription was laugh three belly laughs every day. Okay? So we'll start right now. So, you know, it's not a matter of if you feel like it. It's just laugh hallelujah and if you have trouble turn around and look at there's some people in here hallelujah that will make you laugh hallelujah so everybody turn around and look at somebody and just laugh So one of the things they told us to do was, you know, to um, find something that makes you laugh. Something clean, of course, you know. Well, I tell you, Medea makes me laugh. I can tell you she makes me laugh. I love her interpretation of Scripture. She said when, when, you're, when your kids come home and, and are giving you trouble, she said there's a, there's a Scripture in the Bible that says, let the, redeem, or the, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And she said when they say something like, you know, I need some money. Just say, so? <laughs> it just cracks me up. I just, and we said, we had some friends. We actually called them and told them that their kids are giving them so much trouble that we called and gave them that scripture and told them just to say, just say, so? Your kid says, your kid says, I'm moving, uh, uh, I, I lost my lease on my house. So? <laughs> Hallelujah. These, we're talking about grown kids, you know. And, uh, hallelujah. Now, we're going to be laughing. We might need to cool off a little. Okay. So, uh, let's say this. The joy of the Lord, which includes hearty laughter, is the secret to my strength, health, and longevity. So, the joy of the Lord, which includes hearty laughter, is the secret to my strength and longevity. Okay, well, so I was going to tell this. So they said, well, find something that makes you laugh. Well, I didn't think of Medea right off, so I'm thinking, you know, and so they said that one of, one of these guys that was teaching this said, well, the far side makes me laugh. And so I looked up some far side cartoons on the, my uh, computer, and I just looked at those and thought, that's not funny at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. That did not even tickle me a little. So I thought, what would make me laugh? So I looked up Aggie jokes, and I was in my sunroom cracking up. I mean, I was laughing, and Pastor was in his office. I think it was on Saturday night. He was getting ready for the service, and I was just in there rolling at Aggie jokes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm sure we'll hear a lot more of them now that, you know, when we lived in Texas, what did we tell? Aggie jokes. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the kind of the stepchildren of the, in, in Texas, you know. They're the ones that are kind of looked down on. <clears throat> and so, uh, but now that they're in our conference and everything, we probably hear some more of them. But anyway, I was out in there cracking up. So you need to find something. We're supposed to have joy triggers. So what triggers your joy? <coughs> Hallelujah. There are certain people that make me laugh. We have a couple of friends that they make me laugh. And, you know, not everybody can do that. But they just, there's just something about them that they just make me laugh. 
Well, we ought to pursue those friendships. And do you ever ha do you have any people that when you're around them, you just flat old get in a bad mood or get depressed or get down? You know, we ought to make that a once a year drive by. Hi, how are y'all doing? You know, huh? Yes, or, or just send a Christmas card or something. But uh, and then pursue those people that bring us joy and make us laugh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you know, just just looking at Medea, it, it would make you laugh, wouldn't it? Hallelujah. Uh, uh, and you know, sometimes things strike you funny, and then later they don't. You know, so that's that's a way. Okay, there is hope for every person. Including me, and in every situation, I consistently ignite hope in others and in myself. Number three, I lead people into increasing joy and hope. Hallelujah. I am replacing the lies that lead to hopelessness with truth that creates hope and joy. Okay. Hallelujah. So, then, you know, I told you we had homework in this. And so, uh, it said in this, and so, if you know, um, if you... We're going to do something, and if you don't really enjoy it or, or you don't um, think it's funny, um, then you just know that it, it's, it's not my fault. It's not these people's fault. You're joy impaired. You've got a problem. You need to fix it. Okay, so we're going to listen to something for a few minutes. And, and it was in the homework. It says, listen, and I've got to be able to check this off. See, I've got little checks. It says, listen to good medicine recording with your team. Are y'all my team? Yeah. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to do this different tonight. I'm just going to let you listen to it through my microphone. Hallelujah. And we'll just see. If you, you, I think you'll leave here different just from listening to this. Look at somebody in the audience saying, a matter of minutes. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> in a matter of minutes. Praise God. What if he could do like brain surgery on you in just a matter of minutes and fix your brain <laughs> so it thinks right?
I'm a hurt, Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This struck me so funny. That <laughs> is really. should be in a book. <laughs> I'm Exodus chapter 2. Praise the Lord. Praise. Man, oh man. <laughs> Just shake somebody's hand and say, man, you need brain search. help <laughs> oh, we're trying to preach tonight it just got off there a little thing there just, just kind of slipped off a little bit but I'm back <laughs> Exodus chapter 2 I'm not good this way I'm not good this way <laughs> This makes me very inadequate, Lord. <laughs> I gotta be serious, Jesus. Help me, Lord. My Lord. Right there, Exodus chapter 2. We're right about verse 23. You all ready? <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it came to pass. It came to pass. 
Praise God. That's good. <laughs> I can't do it this way, Lord. Help me, Jesus. And it came to pass. And this is Alright, I'm back. You should be in verse twenty-three of the Bible. It came to pass in the process of time. King of Egypt died. <laughs> the children of Israel. <laughs> the children of Israel. Side. I'm coming back. I'm almost here. The children of Israel sighed by reason of their bondage. <laughs> and they cried. <laughs> that really fits, you know. <laughs> he just sighed. <laughs> he. I can't do it this way. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're back. Let's get it together. Praise God. <laughs> and uh, the children of Israel side, a reason of their bondage, and their cry. And their cry came up unto God by reason of their bondage. <laughs> and, and God heard. <laughs> God heard the groaning. This is a medley. <laughs>
God. Huh? A black Mark Hankins, I think. <laughs> it sounded like it. It's a black preacher. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I can check that off. And I know, I tell you what, it, it, there's something about it loosens you up on the inside. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's, it is good medicine. Praise the Lord. So, <clears throat> we're talking about joy. And um, in Nehemiah 8.10, and we already confessed this, but uh, Nehemiah 8.10. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Nehemiah 8.10, he says, uh, in the very last part of the verse, we won't read all of it, but 
although that's a good that's good he says uh, go your way eat the fat and drink the sweet hallelujah that makes me happy right there <laughs> glory to god it's scriptural and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our lord neither be ye sorry for the joy of the lord is your strength hallelujah so we 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 get strength from joy and he said uh we had a, the confession was uh the joy of the lord which includes hearty laughter is the secret to my strength health and longevity in proverbs 17:22 we'll go over there hallelujah secret to my strength health and longevity proverbs 17:22 Let's go look at that. It says, uh, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. So uh, it's a secret to health and longevity to have a merry heart. So we have to practice it. We have to make a decision. We have to put it on. Hallelujah. It's not based on feelings. Joy is not based on Feelings. So we have this prescription to have uh, to laugh heartily three times per day, two, three three belly laughs a day. So we've done one. So let's do number two right now. So uh, hallelujah! Turn and look at somebody else you didn't look at the last time. And you know, nobody said something had, the, the Bible didn't say that something had to be funny for you to laugh. It doesn't have to be funny. Well, one of the books they asked us to read was called Let's Just Laugh at That. And so we had to read this little book. And so every page, it was kind of like a devotional book. And every page had something they talked about to just laugh at. In other words, every time the devil tells you a lie, let's just laugh at that. Every time you get a negative report, Amen. let's just laugh at that. Every time you get a, you, it, even just when you get your bills, you know, you get the house payment. <laughs> let's just laugh at that. Well, me and Pastor, we started doing that. We'd, we'd say something, buddy would say something, we'd go, let's just laugh at that. And we'd, me and him would just laugh at it. Well, about two weeks ago, we got a notice from Alabama says, we're going to audit you. And we went, <laughs> Let's just laugh at that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But we don't cheat, and Pastor is the record keeper, so we're in good shape. But anyway, we're laughing at that. And I'll tell you something else. Um, uh, turn to Psalm 2, and I'll tell you about this. You know that that guy over in North Korea? Old, uh Kim Kim Chung Moon or whatever you know I just make it make it up as I go whatever his name is hallelujah I thought we need just to laugh at that guy so on our third hearty belly laugh we're gonna laugh at Kim the one that's threatening nuclear weapons okay Kim Chung Moon like I said <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to just laugh at that guy. And, and this is scriptural because that's what the Lord said he did. In Psalm 2, verse 2, it says, The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. And so, praise God. You know, we could cry and we could say, oh, it's so terrible and I'm so worried. I'm so worried what Kim, Kim's going to do over there. I tell you, if you, don't, if you want to make it, if you think that's not very funny, let me tell you something's funny. He's 29 years old and he's trying to hold the whole world in hostage. Hallelujah. So let's just laugh at Kim over there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what we can do to a lot of the news we hear. Is Let's just laugh at that. And it's not just being silly and it's not just saying, I don't take this seriously. No, it's a weapon. It's a weapon that God uses in the spirit realm. And it's aligning ourselves up with what God does, according to Psalm chapter 2. Hallelujah. 
praise God. So we have this discipline of joy. And you know, it doesn't matter if it feels fake. In fact, I know sometimes it does feel fake. How many of you, when we've been laughing tonight, a little bit of it felt fake to you? Okay, that wasn't fake. That you're just rusty. You are rusty. Hallelujah. I'm rusty. Hallelujah. I haven't been laughing enough. Praise God. So uh, in his presence, the Bible says, is fullness of joy. One of the ways that we can stay full of joy is to stay in his presence. Laughter strengthens you to go through stressful situations. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We need joy triggers. You need to get some joy triggers at your house. Hallelujah. If it's, uh, you know, uh, something, you know, they have make those practical jokes where you open a can and the worm flies out or whatever. Whatever it takes to, to make everybody laugh at your house. Hallelujah. Uh, to, ha to laugh, we have to let go of something. We have to let go of a critical spirit to laugh. To laugh, we have to let go of offense, of being offended. To laugh, we have to let go of being a victim. To laugh, we have to let go of pessimism over world circumstances. Hallelujah. It'd be so easy. I mean, you know, they just, on the news, they just hash them and rehash them. I like to know what's going on in the earth, but do they have to do it 50 million times? <clears throat> you know, show every picture. You know, I remember when that uh, that guy, I can't remember, I think, I can't remember because it seems like there's a new one all the time, but I think it was the guy that shot the people in Colorado. I thought if I see his face on TV one more time, and I got where I would just, I just would not look at that man. But how many times do they have to put it up there? And so uh, we have to let go of pessimism over world circumstances. Amen. You know, sometimes we just flat old refuse to be joyful. Have you ever just flat old refused? I'm not going to ask you that. Uh, one of the reasons we just refuse to be joyful sometimes is because we don't value joy. First of all, we don't see it as how much how powerful it is. Hallelujah. But just even that, I don't. I mean, even if you felt like it was fake a little bit and it wasn't, it was just rusty. But let me ask you: when when we finish laughing. Did you not feel lighter? I did. I felt so. I listened to it this afternoon because I wanted to kind of see. You know, I'd already listened to to it once, but I wanted to see how long it was and everything. And so, and I just, I, I just felt light. It was like somebody had just given me a dose of medicine. Hallelujah! And it was a lot more fun with y'all. So now I'm feeling really light. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <clears throat> Praise God. So we're overcoming being joy deprived and we're just making a conscious decision to be full of joy. Joy is one of the fruit of the spirits. And you know, the fruit of the spirits is love, joy, peace, long suffering. And you know, we have to decide to love, don't we? So if we have to decide to love, it makes sense that we have to decide to have joy. We have to decide to have joy every day, even when we're facing something. If you're going for a test at the, at the doctor tomorrow, let's just laugh at it. Amen? Amen? Praise God. If you're going, if you've got a bill that's, um, that, that came or you're getting audited by the Alabama tax people, let's just laugh at that. Amen? I mean, we'll laugh with you. Uh, you know, no matter what's going on, let's laugh at it. So we, you know what we're going to do now? We're going to end with this tonight. Praise God. We're, there's just a few of us tonight. And so we're going to do this. We can do this. We're going to go around the room and we're going to ask you, what are we going to laugh at tonight in your life? And, and then we're all just going to crack up over it. Amen. 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 Praise God. So we're going to, you want, you want to start, who wants to start us off? Who raised her? Okay, Jennifer, what are we going to laugh at? We're talking about, we want to laugh at something negative the devil's trying to do. 
or tried to do or tried to say. He might even say, you, you're, you're, this is hopeless. You can never change in this area. There's, there's things like that that we can, we'll just laugh, up, we'll laugh our head off. We're going to laugh with Jennifer at, to the un, at the unlovable people in her life. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! We laugh at that joy stealer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We laugh at that spirit that's using that person to steal joy. Ha ha ha! Hallelujah. Who's next? What are we laughing at? Pastor. We're laughing. When the devil says that can't be done, that's not going to happen. that the economy is affecting that. Ha, <laughs> ha, We laugh. Hallelujah. Okay, who else has got something for us to laugh about? Okay, Lisa. You're laughing at it? <laughs> you know, oh, hallelujah there's a scripture in nehemiah and it says that's going to be granted to you according to the good hand of god upon you not according to what men say but according to the good hand the goodness the good hand of god upon you amen what else are we laughing at oh jake What a lie. What a lie. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know that Galatians 2.20 in the distilled version. I consider myself as having died and now enjoying a second existence, which is simply Christ using my body. Hallelujah. He just wants your body. He don't want your brain. He can, he's got one. He's got, a, he's got a, the mind of Christ for you. What else? Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else got something we're going to laugh at? You want us to laugh again? Reaching her goal. Hallelujah. The devil says you can't reach it. <laughs> Okay, what are we laughing about? The devil tries to tell us all, you won't ever reach your destiny. You won't be able to accomplish your destiny. Your dreams, they're too big, they're too far. You're too old for that now. Boy, you should have got that when you were younger. <laughs> oh. Hallelujah. 
What else are we laughing at? that Leanne should get a hotline and call it dial a laugh. <laughs> and if we need somebody to laugh, we just dial her up. Amen. What else are we laughing at? No, the devil doesn't lie to any of the rest of y'all, does he? A raise? <laughs> the devil said you couldn't have one? <laughs> Say double it. If you were, if you were believing for a three percent raise, double it. Whatever you were, hallelujah. <laughs> That's funny. What else are we laughing at? Oh. I'll tell you a good one that suddenly's happened to other people. What else are we laughing at? Okay, Laquina wants to laugh again. She wants to get back on that Ferris wheel. What are we laughing at? Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear you. <laughs> 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 what else? Somebody, you raised your hand. What are we laughing at? How? That I, I that let's laugh at this lie the devil tells people I can't ever be healed. What else? Anything we're laughing at? Anybody else? <laughs> we're laughing at pollen. <laughs> we're laughing at we're laughing at uh, uh, bad destructive weather. <laughs> Is that it? Y'all through laughing? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. If you if when's the last time you hurt laughing? Long ago. Hallelujah. I watched that and didn't didn't crack a smile. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Let's stand up. No, let's don't. Pastor's going to come. Hallelujah. Pastor coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It is. Amen. Our fortress. Praise God. You know, it's the, the key to being spiritual is not knowing everything about the Bible and knowing all sorts of do's and don'ts. The key to being spiritual is not necessarily what you do and what you don't. It's what you do consistently. It's what you do every day. That's really all you have left. So, you know, and in this room right now, there are givers, consistent givers. And that is what produces. Joey, you got some envelopes for these folks? They are, they're wanting two, but just give them one and tell them to pack them up. Hallelujah. Woohoo, thank you, Lord. <clears throat> About this time tomorrow, you won't even recognize where we were. You won't remember where we were about this time tomorrow. I may preach that Sunday if y'all. Hallelujah. I didn't get finished Sunday. I, I am just, I am so enthused with God doing something suddenly in 24 hours. I, I'm thinking about Goliath intimidating the whole Israelite army. And he was on the, he was dead and his brothers were on the run in 24 hours. Amen. Well, that's the way it is for you and I. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. This seed. This seed is putting you over. Praise God. Father, we thank you right now for the word of the Lord to our lives tonight. It didn't come one minute too late, but Lord, it's right on time. Thank you, God. Situations that try to come tomorrow will never even get into the realm of our life because we're just going to laugh at that. Hallelujah. Lord, your word has already made a mockery of the devil's plans and, Lord, we're winning already. Thank you, Lord, tonight for this seed is potent. It's powerful. It's on time. Lord, it's ready. My seed is ready to produce. And, Lord, I thank you heaven is opening up. Windows have been released. And we have fullness in this room now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we just laugh at lack. We just laugh at trouble in the financial realm. We just laugh at having to think about which bills to pay or what's going to happen. Lord, we just don't do that. That's not who we are. It's not what we do, and it's not what we have. We just laugh at those strategies of the devil to put us in like regular folks, like those uncircumcised Philistines. Lord, we are covenant people, and we release our faith now to walk above in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> Thank, you, Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, our faith is working, and everything is turning out amazing. Hallelujah. And Jacob, we appreciate you running the sound tonight. That's no small deal. Yeah. With fear and trembling, they go into that booth. Hallelujah. Because we, anything that happens... Even if there's high humidity, we blame the sound man. We get pollen, it was his fault, so hallelujah. Well, blessings to you tonight. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday.